This is New Encounter, a podcast hosted by Nick and Marissa, two film-loving pea brains. Join us weekly as we review and discuss the films from our never-ending watch list. Howdy. Good morning. I was going to say brethren, but I don't think I even <laughs> said that right. Hello, brethren. Welcome to our latest cult meeting. <laughs> Wait, why does my voice look big? Why? Big. Because you'd be loud. Well, you always tell me that I'm too quiet. Don't worry about it. I fix that all in editing. Don't worry. I got you in post. <laughs> I'll just uh, timestamp, timestamp. Let me timestamp. Anyways, good morning. Good evening, good afternoon, welcome, or welcome back if you are a recurring listener, which I hope you are. Me Love too. You. <laughs> uh, today, we've got a couple things of movie news, nothing too exciting, but just some basic stuff. Uh, but the main star of the episode today is a true star. The star. Of this entire year so far. Of this millennium. Don't worry about it. Did I say the right? Did I say it right? You should have said like decade or century. I like millennium. No. Of this decade. <laughs> We're going to dive into everything everywhere all at once. This is the latest A24 release. Um, kind of dive into everything about it. It's all of our thoughts. Non-spoiler, of course. We want you to go out and see it for yourself. So we're not going to sit here and spoil it all for you so that you have a reason to not go see it. Nice try. Was my review kind of spoilery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I posted it and then after I think like 15 people read it, I was like, I think I just spoiled the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I think, uh, I think that whole premise was a spoiler. I think so. And then I said, it's too late now. It's too late. <laughs> they got to they gotta know how I feel. Well, I mean, you could still go in and say, this is a spoiler review. But no, I posted it on my story. So oh, I'm saying yeah. like those bitches. Oh, you just ruined it for everyone. Everyone's going to be like. Yeah, like also, no one's going to watch it. No, because no. everyone's going to read your review and be like, whoa, maybe I should go see it. Whoa, maybe, maybe I am depression. Maybe Marissa finally is onto something. <laughs> Maybe she's because they because I'm sure they just listen to you talk about all the other movies and they're like, okay, I'm gonna go see Uncharted or Morbius. <laughs> no, the way that nobody cares about my thoughts. I care about your thoughts. It's okay. But I'm that type of bitch where every thought I have must be shared. <laughs> so follow me pers- on my personal Instagram if you are listening. Every thought I share is shared there. <laughs> okay moving on to our movie news <laughs> okay do you want to read the first one yes so read it do you even have it pulled up or can you see i can't see but i know it's about bill skarsgård and miss fk twigs and what are they doing they're gonna be in a movie together what movie <laughs> <laughs> well i'll tell you the right crow now. remake is what i don't know who starring. the crow it crow is the Crow. Who is that? I don't know. I've never seen the original <laughs> one. <laughs> Everyone really likes the original one, but I've never seen it. But the only reason I cared was because originally it was Bill Skarsgård was going to star in it and he was going to be the main character. But then later they said, FK Twigs has joined the cast. And I was like, damn, now I care. 
I'm looking at the reply. Sorry. <laughs> so that is coming out. That's exciting. Just to see Miss FK Aitswids in uh, a movie. Who is the crow? Who is he? I remember the, I think the guy that played him in the original one died, didn't he? What is the crow? Who is he? What are you? So she's going to be a rock guitarist's fiance? Yeah. Wow. Sexy. She, she could play that. Anyways, are you going to read the second one? Yeah. Are you done reading? Yeah. Cool. Will Smith was banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Have you noticed that people started saying, I will, I'll Will Smith you yeah. in reference of slapping someone? Didn't Anthony tell you that? Yeah, but I didn't understand that he was saying, I'll Will Smith you. I thought he said, <laughs> I will Smith you. And I was like, what the fuck is Smith? Like, I thought he was talking like, I don't know, like old timey. And I was like, is he going to like stab me? Like, is that what <laughs> Smith means? But then I saw it on TikTok and someone like used it in a sentence on TikTok. And I was like, oh, I got ya. <laughs> uh, I think it's a bit of an overkill for him to ban him from attending the Oscars for 10 whole years. Apparently he can still get nominated and stuff, which is weird. So did they not? He's just going to like zoom Except if he gets an award. No, maybe he's just not even allowed at all. They're to just make not going to show his appearance. face ever again. And they just go. What like, happens when if he's they, in another movie and he's nominated again? They like go on the screen and they're like, Will Smith. And they, it's just like. No, a, they just bleep him out. <laughs> 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 they just bleep. What, bleep. I was going to say they do the Black Mirror thing where everybody's all like blocked out. And it's just, but it's oh, yeah. his little movie scenes. <laughs> To show his acting, but he's blocked out and you can just uh, see everyone that. else around like him. Yeah. That'd be funny. They should do that. Uh, I don't get how they didn't rescind his membership. Or maybe I just didn't read too far into it. I just saw that. But everything I was reading was just that he was banned from the actual Ceremony. awards show. Yeah. Um, but not the after party. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit overkill. I think they should have just like fined him and banned him for maybe like two years, a year. Yeah. I mean, he clearly has enough money to pay, like, a fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if these guys are rummaging through on the wall or next to us. Um, yeah, I don't think it was... I think it's a bit overkill, and it's pretty weird how quick everyone is to suddenly be like, yeah, we're not going to... All these projects that Will Smith was working on, we're just going to end them. We don't want to work with him anymore. We hate Will Smith! That's basically what the world is saying. They can't just do that to Will Smith. He's literally been, like... I mean, it's not like any of his, it's not like he, he's not like he has good projects, but, <laughs> but he's still like been a he's Will very well-known face. He's just a part of everyone's lives. Like he's just yeah. a presence that's been there forever. So pretty crazy. A little overreaction. Um, next one. Um, the flop. Miss Bree is in her flop era. Bree Larson. <laughs> she is. Uh, participating in NFT culture and um, is now in Fast and the Furious 10. Part of the family. <laughs> Woo. No, NFT culture and what else? Isn't all oh, metaverse too, huh? That's, yeah. It's I remember all, a like, video. the same, God. like, thing in my brain. Yeah, she's really in her flop era. She's big time. So we'll see. <laughs> that's that's all I can say about that. Um, I hated Fast and Furious 9. 
I know it's they, one of those movies where people were liking it because it was so ridiculous and they were like, oh, they're leaning so hard into how ridiculous their franchise is. It's so funny and stupid. Haha, <laughs> I love it. But I just, I didn't enjoy it at all. So I feel like that's what's happening with Ambulance too, by the way. Like it's so bad that it's good. Yeah. But I, in this case, it's just bad. I didn't enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> no, but why did they go to space and... Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no, didn't they? Didn't Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson have like a feud? Because Dwayne Johnson didn't want to come back, and Vin Diesel was like, "You don't care about your family." I don't know. <laughs> they, I swear, they had a feud on social media and something, and they were fighting publicly. And Dwayne Johnson was like, "I don't know why Vin Diesel took to social media like that instead of just talking to me man to man." I don't know. I don't keep up with the family. Um, and they're probably going to have Brie Larson shave her head or something like they did with Charlize Theron, where she gets like a weird haircut. They gave Charlize Theron dreads. So we'll see what they do with Brie Larson. They just have to make her look gangster and ugly. We'll see. <laughs> Next <laughs> one, last one is not really movie news, more TV news, but. But he was in a movie. He was. And now he's going to rise to stardom. Stupid fucker. <laughs> Did you watch the TikTok that I sent you, though? Which one? Well, announce this first. Oh, uh, Walker Scoble. Scobell? Scoble? Maybe Scoble. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> he got so close to the mic and he was, <laughs> he was, he was breathing so hard. He's just in his weirdo rubbing era. Uh, Walker Scoble will play Percy Jackson in the Disney Plus series. Uh, he's the kid that played young Ryan Reynolds in The Adam Project. Which, how long ago what, did they film that? Because he looks like a baby and all the pictures that people are posting of him, he looks like he's like actually like older, <laughs> like a teenager now. <laughs> they probably filmed it like a year and a half ago. Like he looks like ago? he hit puberty and now he's like taller. No, nah, because in some of the... Like the interviews for the movie coming out, he's still like he still looks like a baby, but he still looks more grown up. That's what I'm saying. He looks tall. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Um, I don't. Know. I think he wasn't great in the Adam Project, yeah. <laughs> but also like that movie just wasn't great to begin with. So it's not like you know when you can't really judge an actor's performance when the movie isn't good, anyways. Yeah. So it's, it's like he was terrible. Some of his. It was just that he was trying he so was hard trying to be, to be Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. So we don't actually know what he's like as his own self, which I mean, we wouldn't know him as his own self. We wouldn't whatever. <laughs> but there I'm was excited a, for that show anyway. So there was a really TikTok care. and the girl was saying that he was perfect for the role because he just looks like there's nothing going on in oh, his that brain. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he just <laughs> looks like a 12 year old boy where there's nothing happening at all. Like he's just no thoughts head empty. Yeah. And he <laughs> and they were like. Because he's not the one who's supposed to be the one running through all this stuff going on in his little tiny stupid brain like everyone else is. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I want to I wanna reread the books, but I also so know do I. I don't read Same. anymore. <laughs> so it's like it'll take me six months just to go through the first book instead of two days. I'm ready to get back into my Greek mythology era. <laughs> we dress up as Percy Jackson for Halloween. That is it for movie news for this week. 
Uh, moving on to the actual, like we said, star of the show. The show. Today, we're talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. Directed by The Daniels. Isn't that funny? I like that. <laughs> I just I just think it's cute. Yeah. They direct like every single movie together. They're just BFFs. Uh, Daniel Scheinhart, Scheinert and Daniel Kwan are the directors. Biffles. They, the last big movie or like more well-known movie they directed was Swiss Army Man with, isn't it Paul Dano? Yeah, Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. I never saw that. I'm sorry to them. Sorry to them. It's been on I heard it's streaming good, services. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. We'll watch it sometime. I don't know who a Swiss Army Man is, but. He's a dead body and he, there's tr- he's stranded on an island and Daniel Radcliffe plays a dead body. Just, he's just dead the whole he's time? He's just dead the whole time. Just- but in his imagination, he comes to life and like talks to him. <laughs> uh, anyways, did you know they graduated from Emerson College? The same college that Jordan? Jordan? Yeah, one, two. Biffles. And what's her name? Snitchery? Snitchery. <laughs> Miss TikTok star. She's famous now on TikTok. I was playing. I know, right? She pops up on my for you page sometimes. Crazy girl. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen any trailers about it, it is a multiverse movie. So it's just dealing with different universes, different versions of yourself. The googly eye keeps moving and looking at like, what the Because f- it's a googly eye. I know, but <laughs> I didn't know it was supposed to do that. So I got scared. <laughs> uh, synopsis right here. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have led. Unfortunately, this sweeps her up into an even bigger adventure when she finds herself lost in the infinite worlds of the multiverse. I like how the original synopsis for it was a woman does her taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what she's doing. That's what, that's what the base universe is. Um, yeah, I think the adding that insane adventure in there was good. Mm-hmm. This is truly an insane adventure. And it's really hard to describe the plot. Without also giving away everything, but also not yeah giving away anything <laughs> but also there's just so much that goes on that you're like it really is an onion <laughs> so many layers literally uh my first notes that i have down is i remember seeing the trailer and thinking what the fuck is going on i want to see this um i remember the trailer first came out and it was just dealing or showing her put the little earpieces on and then she like goes gets launched back in the chair mm-hmm. and it's like the split realities the split universes i was like what i don't i don't get it what's going on but then there was some cool action like kung fu fight scenes and i was like this looks crazy this looks like it doesn't make any sense i'm ready <laughs> uh and then as you get closer as we got closer to release it was just like more and more hype building up around it um Specifically on Letterboxd, it is the number one rated narrative film now on that list. Who did it bump out? Parasite? Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> um, that's insane. So if you don't know... as Like we always say... Exactly. I don't know where I was. I was <laughs> trying to think of something... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> if you don't know Letterboxd... Uh, or they, they keep a list of their top 250 narrative films rated on the actual app. Uh, so by users, the average, whoever's the highest out of like how many or however so many reviews, 
Um, and so it bumped out Parasite. It's averaging 4.6 stars out of 5, which is crazy. What was Parasite at? 4.6 as well. I don't know how that works because Parasite has more reviews. So technically, Parasite should also be number one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it, as, as it keeps going on, if it'll keep that number one spot or if it get bumped it back down to number two. But does Parasite only have more reviews because they're like, like people have rewatched it a bunch of times? So are they only counting like the initial first? Maybe, yeah. Like reviews. The initial first logs mm-hmm. rather than the reviews. Because, yeah, that's why they would it would have so much, like so many reviews. That's true. You're so smart. Thank you. <clears throat> Damn it. <laughs> Anyways, yes. <laughs> Thinking about this movie or seeing the trailer and everything and seeing what it was all about, I you truly have no idea what to expect. And even reading that synopsis to you guys, you probably still don't know what to expect. It's still, it doesn't give you any type of anything. She's doing her taxes and now she's Fucking- doing kung fu. And and there's a multiverse and what? And there's hot dog fingers. So anyways, yeah, it's it was hard. Or for me, just seeing the trailer, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I want to go see this because it looks crazy. And so it's hard to set your expectations and really know what to expect going in. I feel like I didn't, I, like, I didn't know. I just was like, okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> I, I'm the type of bitch, though, where I'm like, Ooh, A24. Okay. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, I know. It's becoming like a stereotype to just expect great things from A24 all the time and like be one of those bitches that's like, oh my God, A24. Okay, I will go see it. But, but like, like, they. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> when a studio is that consistent. When a studio kind of just cares about their work or like what they're putting out or just the fact that they're giving smaller voices, I guess, or yeah. like different stories. Cause they're just not the stories that you would normally see. And they're not, we haven't heard stories of them meddling with the directors and their process. And like, they literally the just are like, tell. here, here's money. Go make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like they just don't, they don't do anything else besides put out their own stupid little merch. And that's it. That's it. Uh, obviously sometimes they flop on marketing other movies and that's unfortunate. But and other than that, they're helping these directors tell the story that they want to tell. And they're trusting that these directors can do it. I feel like they still... The marketing for this movie wasn't as big as other movies. But I feel like it was more of the audience... It's getting bigger now. Like I'm, the, seeing, I'm seeing the trailer well, and everything now. Well, yeah. But that's because it's had such a wide like audience... Um, like Not reaction, but people initial response yeah 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 so th- now they're like okay we'll we'll push this a little more yeah we'll but get uh, everyone on the train while everyone's still on the train but originally i don't think i saw anything like like a, anything from them yeah only like a couple trailers so i don't know kind of a flop on them but now they're like oh shit oh everyone likes it oh, everybody God. really likes oh, God, it we wait. gotta we gotta put more money into it <laughs> uh, but yeah the, so the trailer's make it seem like more like a ridiculous comedy which is barely what i was expecting but it's just like marissa said an onion there's just so much more going on underneath or at least at its core which we'll kind of get into uh we've seen it twice now it's that good 
we don't rewatch movies very often because we try to watch as many new movies we as possible. We kind of do rewatch movies do we? often. Actually, our top three of the year we've watched twice now. We each. We consistently like if we love a movie, we're gonna rewatch it. Like we we will rewatch it no matter if we're on our no rewatch like grind grind yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay. Next notes. I was it, just gonna say we saw Baby Driver like seven times. So we like, haven't done that in a long time, though. But I'm saying like if we like something, we will consistently go and rewatch it. And even with the other movies that we liked, like after Yang, we watched it at home. Like we were a rewatcher. I don't think so. Not as consistently as other people. Anyways, next points. <laughs> this movie uh absolutely oozes in pizzazz and drip drip and it's style. drippy <laughs> it is disgustingly <laughs> drippy and if you could think of the most stylistic movie in your brain right now everything everywhere all at once is probably nowhere near it it surpassed it sorry to them if you could picture uh a supreme drop and people waiting outside in line because that's how drippy they want to look. This is that movie. (laughs) Is Supreme still drippy? No, not really. Sorry. Not Supreme then. We're, we only fuck with designer drip. Gucci. Gucci drip. (laughs) Um, but there's multiple like fight scenes and the way it's choreographed. Um, and the trailer shows one of the, fight scenes where she's fighting with a shield and she's using her sign spinning self Mm -hmm. as a reference for it. That one is very clearly like very choreographed and like very dance like it feels like a dance and it still slaps. And there's a scene involving a fanny pack that's also shot. (laughs) (laughs) That's also shot incredibly well. Um, and the movie also uses a lot of slow motion. No, why does he grab those rocks like that? <laughs> <laughs> why is he kneeling down on his little leg? <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers. Stop it. <laughs> um, but there's it uses a lot of slow motion, I noticed, uh, on the first watch. And then also just kind of fell into it and just kind of went along for the ride on the second watch. But it uses a lot of slow motion. But not in a way that gets annoying, kind of like Zack Snyder's movies. No offense to him. Don't cover me, sorry, sorry, offense. I feel like I never notice those types of things. The slow motion? There's a lot of slow motion in this movie. Like, I feel like I just don't, I'm just, like, I don't notice changes in, like, angles or, like, that, it's just not my thing that catches my eye on, like, a first or second watch. I feel like... That's why I know other (laughs) things in your... No, that's why we're a good pair, because you... Are more on the emotional side, and we're on the tech. We already talked about this. I know, but <laughs> that's what I'm. I'm just like, ah, so you know, slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to like the Fortnite people. <laughs> uh, but not only is this movie dripping in pizzazz and style and, and everything, but also just the creativity in general. Um, this is one of the most creative movies I've ever seen. Not just creative, but also unique. Um, it still has it's still comparable to other movies uh mainly the matrix i felt like i was um or there were many times where i was like oh that's completely from the matrix 
the way she's introduced to the multiverse and everything and the mm-hmm. way how she is the vessel to this new world is the same way as Neo in The Matrix. But I think what's fun with like newer stories like that is that we've all grown up with these previous stories. So then people are able to piece together new things. Cause yeah, that's, we've already kind of gotten an established story like that of like people, new worlds, whatever, living whatever. in a different universe. Yeah. And so or a different world, it's kind of like easy to branch off of that and, but do your own thing, but still have like use that teeny idea. Is the difference between copying and just taking inspiration from it. Mm-hmm. And I would say everything ever well once God, it's such a mouthful. <laughs> uh, it takes inspiration and kind of pays homage to the Matrix in that sense. It's not straight ripping it off or anything like that. Uh, there is actually a point in the score that sounds a lot like the Matrix score. Um, I think it's when towards the end, it's when she puts the googly eye on her help forehead. Mm. You probably didn't notice, but I don't. I <laughs> it just sounded know. a lot like the Matrix. The only song I noticed, Mitsuki. not Mitski. <laughs> My baby Mitski. Oh, uh, but you can just really get lost into how this movie is is shot and just how it's set. Uh, visual effects are incredible, and the editing. There's is there's a warning for people that are sensitive to strobe lights and like quick editing like that. Oh my God, no! When we <laughs> When we went to go watch it the first time, I was like, oh, I got a headache. I'm not trying to fucking have a seizure. <laughs> like, I know it's going to give me a seizure because there's going to be so much going on. But I didn't have a, I didn't have a seizure. So. You didn't even want to go. That's crazy because you, you were not feeling good. I wasn't feeling good. I was like, I, I don't want to go. But then I fucking cried, bro. <laughs> um, your last little note, I feel like it kind of goes into this first. Oh, yeah, because I added that. Uh, like the last second yeah so but styling and creativity wise i just want to say even though i don't notice those like specific little editing things technical stuff it's one of those movies where i like you know how when we did our first episode we were like oh the movie that made you fall in love with movies and yours is always like her oh yeah yeah yeah. i feel like this would is like a, a movie that the the new generation of current moviegoers, like they're going to see this movie and this is going to be the movie that pulls them in. Oh, by far. Because it's that absolutely like amazing. Every, like, oh, I thought you were talking about Matrix. No, never mind. No. <laughs> um, the one right above that. That's fine. Yeah, we can talk about that. But that's that's like my, my big brain thought on the like style and creativity and everything about it because it's not just... It's not just like, like her, it was beautifully shot, and but it's like a slow movie. It's kind of like still emotional, whatever, whatever. Like it has your things that pulled you in. Yeah. But this is kind of like such a, I don't know, it's like a, it feels almost blockbustery. It's big. It's fun. And so like a regular person would watch it, but then they would find all these other little, the onion, they'd find the layers <laughs> and then they'd be like amazed at what people can create with film. Like yeah. it's just, it's going to introduce them to a whole new world. Cause this movie is almost like a, a spectacle in that terms where the visuals and the editing and everything, all the technical stuff is there, but it still has a it good has script, the emotion and the good script. theme and everything like that. Acting is amazing. Like, Oh, don't even get me started. That's one of my next points. <laughs> it's literally, it's like, 
it hits tens on everything across the board um i think my only complaint is that some of the sexual jokes are like unnecessary it gets a little too too sexual with the sexual jokes or not too sexual but in terms of like we're i feel like dick we're jokes just aren't not, that funny yeah it's, it's <laughs> or, very or dildo jokes or butt plug jokes um what is it called like middle school middle school humor yeah like <laughs> but then it's it's already just such a ridiculous movie that it's it's not it's like why not is just it not have out, it out of place really yeah like if this is already going on it's really not weird for a, a dildo to just pop up right here yeah <laughs> like we're all adults it doesn't matter whatever easy uh so there you go i just thought processed my own complaints away <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think... So see, no more complaints. No more perfect complaints. Movie. That is perfect movie, 10 out of 10. 11 out of 10. Uh, but yeah, basically with what you just said, that was one of my notes, is that it's one of those movies that can make you re-fall in love with movies again if you kind of fell out of it, if you don't care about movies, if you've only been seeing It's like the perfect blockbusters. after Oscars movie because the Oscars, I feel like it makes everybody hate movies. Like you're tired of watching movies. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just pop back in and love them again. And even then, it's not one of those movies where, like, we can sit here all day long and bag on on these big blockbusters and how easy they go with the CGI, with all the special effects, and even sometimes the script, they just go easy on it, and it's just there to be a spectacle and turn your brain off and watch. But this movie just shows you how creative you can get with filmmaking. And how you don't have to rely on all that stuff. And you can still use special effects and, and CGI and all that stuff in a much more unique and creative way than how it's being used today by other mm-hmm. large blockbusters. And even then, this isn't like a small indie movie. It still was like a mid-blockbuster. And also, it's like, it's not even, it's not a remake. It's not anything like... Completely original. It's an original story and it's not something in a franchise or a remake. I already said that, but like, <laughs> I mean, multiverse stuff is already like, big. It, like it's a big concept in itself, especially right now. But yeah, it's, it was its own take. It's a, it was like a breath of fresh air. The way that it's, I don't know if I want to spoil how they, no. the multiverse jumping works. No. <laughs> I mean, it shows in the trailer, like they, they're no. taking skills from their other cells from the other universes and they're just getting it up. Even watching it the second time, I was really trying to figure it out. And I was like, this still doesn't really make any sense to me. Because <laughs> I think it's because of her jumping between them. Because she, her little brain is broken. Yeah. But everyone else, they like close off. So they just steal. But they close off like the, the living part. Yeah. Yeah, it's still confusing. <laughs> but she, she like Joy, they're, they're too powerful. They're like... They're experiencing everything, everywhere, I, all at once. I want to <laughs> see all of the life that I could have lived. You uh, know. And so even that in itself, they could have been. It could have been so much easier. It could have been just them, like she takes a, uh, an Evelyn from another universe, brings her into her universe to help her out or something like that. It could have been a basic multiverse story like that. But instead, they come up with this whole concept of multiverse jumping, of water leaking in your in your clay pot. You'll understand that when you watch it. <laughs> And just all of this other crap. And even then, getting so creative with the actual different universes. Um, so in the trailer, you see the hot dog fingers. You see there's a cartoon universe. There's a hand-drawn universe, like where she's literally there's drawing some a piece of paper. a rock universe. Yeah, where human life didn't exist. Uh, yeah, pinata universe. 
Yeah, uh, there's just, just crazy a, stuff. a bunch. She could have. And even then, she could have been anything. Those are just the main universes that you actually like visit in the movie. But even there are multiple instances where the editing is quick editing all of these different universes of her. I need someone her. to slow mo. I, <laughs> I want it so bad. I want to see the, every single shot all of that. All of the ones. And do you know how long that must have taken? How many like yeah. outfit changes? All of it. Yeah. Because I think even like the background set designs were yeah. different, right? I mean, it was probably just a green I'm, screen. Maybe you're right. But. It's still some of this other stuff. I mean, there were, I swear there was like a pig version of her, so some practical effects in that as well. Um, but there's just like a hundreds, it feels like hundreds whenever it's quick editing like that, hundreds of different versions of her that they're showing. Um, so I appreciate them for getting it's just creative. Like, this, this is just the point I'm trying to drive home. This is one of the most creative and original movies I've ever seen. All right, all that creative and unique stuff, all that aside, aside. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, we we're driving that point home into the grounds. It's just, it's an experience of a movie. It's I feel really, like though that's that's the main talking point. Like, no, you can go on and on about an actor's performance or like the emotional story to it, but people don't like normal people don't care. Like, they want to know how fun of the movie is and yeah, and even if they're gonna. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm happy that <laughs> the art theater showings that we went to where they weren't empty they like, were they were full of people mm -hmm. and those people were having very fun i mean they're kind of annoying but i'm still happy to hear them chuckling and laughing at multiple times throughout the movie some of them were they were chuckling a little too loud i was like <laughs> baby are you trying to put on a show like do you want people to know that there was a guy literally clapping and laughing at our second showing or i also think though that like people haven't been to the theaters in so long that they yeah. just have gotten so used to doing whatever they want when they watch movies like at home oh yeah for sure so they just like they forgot movie etiquette barely existed before but now it's like completely gone yeah so now <laughs> they're just like ah like if they were at home yeah, like like a movie's sure. not a quiet place or something yeah exactly i mean there is a point in this movie where it's there's absolutely no sound at all you're just reading dialogue off a of screen <laughs> and at that point so many people are just laughing at the dialogue on the screen, but it's so awkward because it's dead quiet. <laughs> Literally. Uh, That's but it's still though. enjoyable to see that this movie is not, like we didn't say, or I, I said it before, it's not an indie movie. It's not a small, tiny movie. It's more like a mid-blockbuster. They still had a, a sizable budget. Um, but it, it's still nice to see. It's an Asian-led film directed by guys that haven't made huge blockbusters. So it's nice to see. Yeah. Anyways, all that aside, <laughs> uh, at its core of this movie, all of the ridiculous and all the comedy underneath that is an actual family drama about this family that's trying to piece itself back together. It's like a broken family that they're trying to piece itself back together, but also dives into fucking depression, ex existentialism, all this crap. Being fucking immigrants in America. So yeah, it's, it's handling so much. So not only is it dealing with all the multiverse stuff, all of the stuff that it has to set the rules for, for this ridiculous concept, it's also setting so many different themes in motion as well. And they all pay off. They, you get a, you get like closure to everything. Everything. <laughs> There's not something that we have been like dangled in front of us and then they go, eh, just kidding. We just brought that in for like a little, a little pizzazz, but we didn't close it out. And even the most ridiculous stuff is obviously it's there for comedic purposes, but it's not played off as a laugh. It's still paid off in a serious way, mm -hmm. in a serious way that pays off this theme 
and this message for the audience. So hot dog, even the hot dog finger universe. It it had still a has reason. Emotional. <laughs> it had a reason for it existing. Right. It wasn't just to have a funny haha. Look, we have hot dog fingers. I mean, it was at first, but it still has like an emotional payoff, <laughs> which I think is impressive in itself for me to care about, care about <laughs> two people with hot dog fingers loving each other. Lesbians. <laughs> hot dog ians. I mentioned it in my review or second review of the movie that the third act of this movie doesn't even feel structured in any way. I mean, the movie as a whole doesn't even really feel structured. It's just it's just stuff kind of like happening and there's ridiculousness at every corner. But that third act is all just payoffs for all the themes and, and all the different relationships they built with the characters in the movie. And they're all just paying off towards the end. And each section of the third act is specific for each one of those characters and it's structured in that way, but it's still also mixing it in all together. And there's so many different jumps to different scenes and different locations. Cause but by the end you're crying and levitating in your chair. Like I was. And it's so interesting. So I know we're not supposed to say spoilers, so it's not a spoiler, but since we see the different universes and since Evelyn is like special and she keeps like checking in, on the other lives that she could have had we are seeing stories so not just our original story like we said right we're seeing like those other stories of what's going on but then it's also the same as what's going on like in that timeline too almost does that make sense like she's repairing the relationships in those other universes the same time yeah she's doing it through the other ones yeah or not only repairing those ones like but also learning something from the other from the other one to bring back to into it. this yeah, yeah to the original one <laughs> wait so hold on what would you classify as the third act like what at what point probably after fuck, i don't even know because <laughs> i because there's like... three parts like it shows three parts but that third part is only like 10 minutes yeah and so I feel like, because everyone is like, oh, the third act, you get like, it's the emotional, it's all the impact, it's everything. But honestly, I feel like my shit started further back. <laughs> like, I was like. it's. I wanted to say when she throws up. Not the throw up. Um, it was kind of gross. What would you but say? But also that's the, like middle of the movie too. What would you say like the rock scene is? Because that felt. Oh, that could be. I felt like that was the the i didn't i don't think that's the start of the third act but that's where i felt it still felt in the middle it still felt like second act timeline story-wise and but that's exactly where i i started getting fucked up like my shit was (laughs) rocked but then still stuff that is happening around that rock scene is already stuff that has been established before that so nothing new has been introduced and usually new stuff um well I don't know. It's really I don't hard. Know, but <laughs> it's really hard because there's so many times every, you're jumping back and I don't know where forth. the third act or uh, where the acts begin and end. Just know basically as soon as the first like emotional big heart tug or scene like tugs on your heart, that bitch had me done. Like I was, <laughs> I did not have a single moment where I was not crying. Like, 
even during the funny part during any of the movie that much well like i this one it was like crying like it was just consistent the entire way like after yang or like other movies like it's like during those specific parts where i'll cry and then i like freshen up and i sit and like other stuff happens you know like you cry but then you go on yeah but this one so much happens where it's just it hurts the entire (laughs) end of the way that i'm like there's no point in wiping my nose and wiping my tears because i'm just gonna fucking cry again in two seconds when they (laughs) go to the next scene like i'm like this shit just it doesn't fucking rocks you yeah it doesn't let you breathe in terms of all that technical stuff we talked about it doesn't let you breathe in that way something is always something interesting is always on screen and something is always making you cry some dialogue some scene between characters is always going to make you cry and you bitches know how i love a good i love a good conversation <laughs> uh but some of the things they deal with like we mentioned before being a chi- being being an immigrant in general um dealing with that aspect of it but also the the whole fucking like the being a child of an immigrant yep and not only so like fucking just family trauma generational things Ger- yeah generational <laughs> your family because not only does fucking evelyn and then her daughter have shit going on but also her and her dad evelyn and her dad have shit going on and it's just shit getting passed down that we all got to work through <laughs> and then also just romance stuff so her and her husband waymond uh in the movie also have their own stuff going on to deal with um resenting your loved ones she resents um waymond for their life just yeah basically and especially that's been heightened even more because of all the universes she sees where she's more successful than she is now yeah Uh, their whole yeah relationship it's like there's so many layers too behind like why she's like hates him and hates the relationship basically because but she she fucking left home and she did this and she did that and (laughs) and she's not happy (laughs) Uh, so it's all this stuff within the, the characters themselves, but then even past that, the, the whole thing with specifically with Evelyn's daughter, um, played by Stephanie Sue. Her name is Joy. Um, yes. No, but I'm like her name in the movie is Joy. But like they <laughs> they did it on purpose. What do you mean? Like, oh, because she's her name depressed. is Joy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, which we found out. Aquafina was originally going to play her, and yes, I would not have I liked this think movie. As well. I would have fucking i think the movie still would have been good but it would not have hit as hard as it did absolutely i don't think she 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 doesn't she could play the role but also it just would not have been right it wouldn't have been as good she would have ruined the comedic like aspects of it oh yeah for sure by being over the top aquafina yeah and but we've seen her we've seen her do serious role she's great in the farewell yep so we know she can do it. It just would have made this a completely different movie. And that's not what <laughs> and I would have wanted. And she doesn't have to be in every... Just because she's a big name for... Like, Hollywood and... Yeah. Doesn't mean she has to be in everything. She doesn't, yeah. She doesn't have to be the only <laughs> anything, Asian American yeah, the only actress, Asian American actress. <laughs> that y'all know. Like, <laughs> thank you for fucking stepping out of the box. And... Getting someone else. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Joy's character, or Stephanie Sue's character in this is named Joy, but she's mega depressed and... She's got a lot of shit going on. It's it's so emotional because, yeah, she has the whole thing. If you feel right now 
like the weight of the world is just going to kill you and you're so focused on trying to be successful and good enough and you're just experiencing everything just just know that nothing matters (laughs) (laughs) i just think it's even worse though because not it's not like it's just like because yeah she's depressed but it's it's not just like regular world like oh she has depression it's because there's fucking numerous like it's there's the multiverse whole thing to it so this bitch literally has everything weighing (laughs) down on her and she has no control over or she has control but like everything is just slipping into the cracked pot and she can't like just just be one right i don't i have a lot of thoughts but they all like i said earlier they're little spoiler zones so if you'd like to read my thoughts though and you've seen this movie you can go on my letterbox (laughs) uh or join our patreon and our discord and we can discuss it we can just chat bffs (laughs) one-on-one you don't have to do anything we can just have a nice fun bff discussion (laughs) uh going back to the like we mentioned that some of the actors in this movie uh and how aquafina was originally going to play joy um one of the notes i wrote down was that asian-led movies are running the show lately um i mean they've been like in general um great movies always come out of there um out of the asian culture but this is nice. I mean, we just had Drive My Car um, nominated for Best Picture. Uh, and then Turning Red also just came out. Uh, in terms of Chinese culture specifically, we've had Turning Red. And then now we have Everything Everywhere All at Once uh, dealing with all that. Michelle Yeoh, um, I already loved her. But this is just one of those movies where... This emphasizes it makes, her everything. Yeah, her skill and her talent... It's one of those movies where it's making her go through every single possible range of emotions in one single movie rather than just having her be an angry character or a very sad, quiet character or just one toned character. She is every single emotion in this movie. And she's still doing her Kung Fu stuff that she does. (laughs) She just, she's everything. She's too powerful. She means the world to me. She's absolutely too powerful. And I love that. And no, and the, the little interview thing that you sent me where she was talking about it, how, like, what did she say? Like how they approached her. Oh yeah. She was like, she was saying she could finally show that she's capable of like all of these things. And and she can let go and like have fun. Yeah. Basically. Um, I like that in the universe where she's a celebrity. It showed that part of her at, at the red carpet at Crazy Rich Asians. No, it's literally just clips of her from real life. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, because that was my favorite little part of that. Yeah, I was like, oh, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm, that's such a funny thing, though. Cause but yeah, yeah that's, a, that's one movie where she's a very serious, angry character in that movie. Um, in Crazy Rich Asians. And then also, so in like... Uh, crouching tiger hidden dragon is that what it's called that's that other movie she's in where she's a a kung fu artist yeah or kung fu yeah that's what it's called yeah crouching tiger crouching tiger hidden dragon i haven't seen it yet um but that one she's very that's like where she really really rose to start but i mean she was in 007 she was in a james bond movie she was in last christmas (laughs) i really like that she was in police stories so she did a lot of like kung fu action stuff before um, and she's still doing that. She's still, this is like where 
she still has her, a lot of her skills, but this movie still asks a lot from her mm-hmm. and she absolutely nails it. Uh, and not only that, we also have um, the person playing her husband. Uh, his name is Kehui Kwan. I probably butchered that. I'm sorry. Uh, but he played the little boy in Indiana Jones like 30 years ago, stopped acting, <laughs> and then returned to Hollywood with for this movie. He said, it's my time to shine, guys. He was in The Goonies. He was in... It looks like two, yeah, two Indiana, no, 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 just Temple of Doom or two Indiana Jones movies. I don't know. But took a huge break from acting and decided that this was the movie he wanted to come back to acting for. And he didn't miss a beat. <laughs> there is no point in this movie where his line delivery is awkward or he feels out of place or he, uncomfortable. He kind of carried, I mean, they all kind of carried, like, each one had their own great greatest hits. Yeah. But... <laughs> He kind of carried his shit. He did. Like, it's it's just incredible for that someone could like take a Like, if I had to bully anyone's performance, it'd be Becky. Just because she's white. <laughs> no, she's half Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely incredible. And not only that, he's also doing kung fu and stuff. I mean, he didn't do every single kung fu scene, but he still did a large part of it. Uh, and for him to take a 30-year break from acting and just come in... And abs- and fucking kill it like everyone else did around him. How did he even insane. just... Did he, I wonder if he was just like, do-do-do-do, scrolling through my junk mail. No, 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 no. I read, I read something, or, or I saw an article about this. He had fear, the, like, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. He had FOMO after he saw Crazy Rich Asians because he saw everyone in that, mm-hmm. and he saw all these Asian. great Asian <laughs> actors. And... He wanted to be a part of it and he felt like he missed out because he wanted to be a part of something like that. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to get back into acting. I don't know how they exactly approached him to get this role, but he probably just started like looking on the little like actor subreddit and it was like actors wanted <laughs> middle-aged, Asian middle aged <laughs> Chinese man. <laughs> <laughs> he has such a cute little voice too. Like he still sounds like the little kid from Indiana Jones. It's crazy. I know you've never seen it, but I saw the Goonies though, so Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, and then again, Stephanie Sue is not a well-known actor at all. Uh, this was one of her like first movies. Uh, she was in Shang-Chi, uh, and set it up. But other than I've that, seen that movie. She, she's not, in, she's not a crazy big actress again. And she's still around professionals and still not missing a beat. Not no awkwardness from her performance at all. Nothing you can tell that she's on the newer side. Nothing like, yeah, like she was struggling with or anything. She just fucking, she ate. <laughs> Did these, yeah, the performances in this movie all carry it. And it's not even, no one carries this movie because everyone, every aspect of it They're is, a team. Is, is perfect. They're a team. They carry it together. They're their own little triangle. There's also, um, what's her dad's name? James Honk. Gong Gong, but. <laughs> He's old. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is also in this. <laughs> And she plays like one of the most ridiculous characters I've ever seen. I just and think it's so funny how she too has like, I mean, actors, they clear, they act. That's what they do. But like when they, it's such a different like approach from what they usually do. Yeah. When is, they just, when they, they are allowed to have flop. fun. Yeah. They can kill it. Like that's the whole point of movies and acting is to do something Fun. interesting and fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whatever guys 
that's but yeah that's basically that was one of my last notes because we already talked about how circling back i guess is that this movie just wants you to go out and make your own movie see what you can do with freaking dildos no (laughs) (laughs) but no no. (laughs) butt plugs too don't forget about that but it's funny (laughs) you really can't make a movie with them (laughs) uh so i highly highly or we highly highly recommend you go see this movie um i want to go see it again but i do too but during the day yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh it's showing now it's like over 1200 theaters so it may not be very close to you luckily for us it was across the street from us stop telling people where we live (gasps) shut up (laughs) we're moving um anyways go see it highly highly recommend like i said general audiences seem to like it the people in our showing liked it they were laughing their butts off and they were like old people like they were in their 50s 60s no offense old to people them. always fucking go to the movies so they do that's just what they do these ladies came in 10 minutes before the showing and they were like uh yeah how do we buy a ticket two tickets to everything all at once <laughs> how do we buy a ticket I said miss thing go go on your phone <laughs> order it online right now don't even talk to me uh if you couldn't already tell we gave this five out of five stars we gave it five out of five thousand five thousand out of five thousand stars uh, if you are one of those people that think it's overhyped, um, shut up. Thank you. You're a bitch. No one cares. Your mom's a bitch. <laughs> I guess, uh, so that's some of the discourse that we have noticed, or a lot of people have been seeing, as people trying to discredit this movie. Yeah. And people are so quick to discredit it because they think it's overhyped, and mainly it's most likely because of some subtle racism. It's always the white men. <laughs> Uh, trying to say it's overhyped, uh, and especially when it became the number one t- uh, narrative film on Letterboxd, everyone started um, bashing on it, trying to bash on it. Yeah, uh, and, I mean it happened with Parasite, and Parasite is is less easy to try to bash on because it's like a serious drama, mm-hmm. and so people are like, oh, it's it's so it's uh it's cinema. But with, <laughs> well, with this movie, since it's so ridiculous, it's got sex jokes in it. It's a multiverse movie it's tr- it's easier for these people to try to bash on it yeah where they're just like it's a dumb movie yeah but none yeah. of them have clearly seen it or or they try to pull the like turning red um bullshit where they're like oh this story doesn't relate to us it's not relatable blah 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 like you're full of shit if you don't nobody, think this is relatable <laughs> nobody cares about that story and you know what that's where you're just ugly and stupid and you don't serve any rights. <laughs> and it's again, like if you can't find why so many people like this movie, then you're lost. And if you're a legitimate film critic and you can't see why people really like this movie, you're lost <laughs> because it's just driving home that point that it's, it's just one of those movies that makes you appreciate movies and filmmaking as a, as an art. So go see it. That's all we got to say. I don't even give a fuck. I'll buy your movie. I'll buy ticket. your ticket. <laughs> I was going to say that as soon as you were about to talk. Um, That's it for this week. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. Like Um, we said, join our Patreon. Join our Discord. We'll chat some more because we won't shut the fuck up. Absolutely. I will talk all day about the movie. We can go sit in the little voice chat. I'd love a spoiler talk. Spoilers. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New Encounter. Nick made a really funny joke. I did, but I only got two retweets from both of us, and one, and one, <laughs> one random person liked it. Random person liked it. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. It is free to do so. Leave a review while you're there. 
uh, as well as follow us on Spotify and leave a review while you're there as well. Um, Marisol already said it's, uh, if you have any extra supports you would like to give us, you can give it to us on patreon.com slash new encounter and always oh, streamed for the first time on new encounters twitch oh yeah we day. are officially trying to be our little twitch babies so the if you want is not there because we didn't have the setting but we'll stream again we streamed it takes two yeah if you want to catch us play some games and hang out in the chat we can talk also about also about the, the movies the yeah movie <laughs> um but in a more relaxed kind of fun fun time oh, we'll see about relaxed I, it's not very relaxing. I, I don't <laughs> relax when I play games. Do you think games. you would you would like the Lego Star Wars game? Let's, let's co-op. Okay. Okay. Oh, we'll buy it. We'll play Lego Star Wars. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We love you so much. I think I'm really hungry and starving for dinner. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.